What's up, dudes? Welcome to another episode of the podcast, gang. Um, on today's episode of the Patreon, um, I don't know what the heck we're going to talk about. I guess we're about to find out. Um, gang, what's up, dudes? You know what's you up? have margaritas. Yeah, put in the order, my man. <laughs> Gooby-doo! Alright, well, just be cool with me not talking for a second while I think about <laughs> how to order these. Okay. Right, can you, are you cool with that? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Is it? It's. I guess it's okay with me. Right. So, so hey, Clay, what's up? What's up, dude? You know, you know what we did last night. I, I know. I, I remember, remember. We should make a movie called "I Remember What You Did Last Night" about <laughs> someone remembering us all getting together to watch the new Woody Allen film. Are we chip guys? Um, I'll be a chip guy. Yeah. Okay. I'll be a chip guy. Yeah. Hey, gang. What's up, dudes? Are, are you talking to me or them? I'm talking to are we, them. Are we cheese or guac? I'll do cheese. Cheese? Yeah. I mean, really, if there's, I don't think, I mean, you should just save this order on your phone. Alright. Um, and, uh, uh hey, tell them what we did last night. We watched the Woody Allen movie. We watched the new Woody Allen movie. Rifkin's Festival. Festival. But I think, should we save that for the, for the actual pod? Uh, yeah, well, we can talk about it more sincerely here. Okay. Well, we all loved it, clearly. And um, <laughs> it was so good. I think Woody Allen's back. Would you say that, gang? <laughs> He's back. <Yeah. laughs> I'm back. You know what Clay, Clay said? Wit, I think I want to play. The, I want to watch the new Woody Allen movie. Have a huge party at your house, unmasked. And I went like this. Clay? You know what my brain did? What's that? It went like this. <laughs> we all and me and Clay started dancing yeah, around no, the house. Yeah. <laughs> I started shaking my apartment. Um, yeah, so so last night, Clay illegally downloaded the. What Rifkin's festival. festival? Yeah. See, it's interesting to watch a super duper good movie. Yeah. Post out of like so canceled, so out of touch Woody Allen movie yeah. nowadays. Yeah. Because I I don't know about y'all. I always knew about the soon. Has it did his timing get better? Oh yeah. What's great is now in this Rifkin's movie, he has a lot of like stand-up jokes that would have been funny in 1964. Yeah. Uh, but what was, uh, the what was the best joke? I can't remember. My the best joke was what was the what was the political thing that the guy was trying to do? Like he was trying to like get Iran and someone back together, or like oh Israel and Palestinian. It no, wasn't. It wasn't that. It was like. I don't know. Some man. two countries that are opposing, uh, and he was like, "Do you like that this new director is trying to uh, make world peace uh, through this movie?" And he goes, uh, "Yeah, I like that he's going to science fiction. That's the oh yeah, biggest. yeah. And the uh -huh. biggest I, well, I've always been a fan of science fiction. Yes, um, everyone laughed. Uh, uh, Alex Kovutsky was sitting next to me, and he said. Um, I don't know how much we would like it, but this movie would benefit greatly with a laugh track. It really would. <laughs> yes. 
Um, it's just funny to watch a guy who's just like so out of touch in all walks of life and yeah. filmmaking. He now shoots his films in digital, but he doesn't know how to do it right. So he like he his loves, movies look like a Cinemax porn. Dude, he loves blue and yellow. Or yeah, Vito or whatever. Everybody's <laughs> skin is like gold looking. Yeah, yeah. the colors like are, they're always changing, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like... everything looks like it's on a green screen, but it's not. <laughs> Better or worse? I mean, I thought absolutely worse than Rainy Day in New York, and I think it's because, and at least in Rainy Day in New York, he's in the setting that he's used to. Okay, so you have to make one of them, right? You have to make one of those movies, right? And you would pick that you made Rainy Day. Yeah, I I think I'm the right opposite. Well, that's why we're different. Yeah. That's why we work well together. Obviously, you're going to make the one about the film festival, and I'm going to make the one about trying to show a girl the best day in New York. I know, but <laughs> the one, Rainy, Rainy Day in New York is like bad on like multiple levels. Like I enjoyed Rainy Day in New York way more watching it. Yeah. Oh, was, yeah, me too. I was way more in disbelief at, at how bad that movie is than I am at this one. This one is just like absolutely, he doesn't understand comedy anymore, pacing. He doesn't like know how to get in and out of a scene anymore, really. Um, and the transitions are awful. Oh, and there's, but, like, there's multiple moments where like you just you don't need the 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 shot at all that right. he does. It'll be like a guy waking up. But there's moments in Rainy Day that are just like insane. Remember when he goes onto the student film set? Oh yeah. Remember when they kept on, like, he said, like, his name is, like, or her name. Someone's name was a name of her. Oh, yeah, the girl's name was uh, Ashley. And the guy is Gatsby. Yeah, but they acted like Ashley was, like, the most insane name that anybody could have. Right. Well, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying the composition of Rainy Day in New York wasn't as bad as this one. No, it wasn't. And that's the... Remember when she went on the film set and there was like absolutely no one in that huge film set? Yeah, and he had to um, kiss her because they didn't like have an actor to play the part or something. Is that the scene? No, no, no. When no, they go to the different... film stage, where so oh, you mean in Rifkin? No, 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 no. In Rainy Day. So in Rainy Day, there's not only does he walk onto a student film set, but the girl walks onto like a huge film set with a big movie star. Yeah, but he's the only one on set. Like the and this it was like the size of like an airport oh, hangar, yes. and he was the only one in there. There's well, so many like mind-boggling things. Maybe you could, maybe like I would like love to release or be like that would be my movie if they were like, oh, this is like a Lynchian, fucking um, mm-hmm. take on like contemporary movies or something. I don't know, but it's I I enjoyed uh, Rainy Day in New York more, way more because it's way there's more what well the fuck also you moments. have Timothy Chalamet doing Woody Allen and it's really funny because he's like obviously not right, right. nobody in in present day is right to do Woody Allen anymore it's Ugh. also it just is funny for eighty year old Woody Allen to try and write for twenty year olds yeah someone who's twenty yeah dude it's so yeah it's insane <laughs> it's hilarious and. It's just weird to me that, like, not only... It's, like... Not only is he, like, a creep, but also he's not even a good artist. Like, there's not... You'd think he would... This is how you know he's out of touch. Because he's, he's like, America won't let me make my movies anymore. Well, I'll have to 
go to Europe and get them to do it, and they'll, America will feel sorry for how good I am. But instead, he just like you can you can see that he has no checks and balances. He just doesn't give a fuck about anything. But I think that's been the case for him for a long time. No, but people still loved him until like a couple years ago. Well, yeah, because had- like actors did. Right. Which is a really funny point. Well, you got Christoph Waltz in this little sucker. Well, I think actors you don't still care. do. Yeah. Well, he but he can't get his regular cast anymore. Right, he can't get... Well, I mean, even in Other the last than Christoph movie. Waltz. He got, the, he got Riverdale, girl. Huh? Um, the main um, actress. But Rainy Day, that's like... You don't remember the main actress in the movie? In the movie we just watched? Yeah. Rifkins. Rifkins. The, his wife? Yeah. Wallace Shawn's wife? Yeah. She's in Riverdale? Yeah. I've never seen Gina Gershon. Yeah, she's like a huge actress. Well, yeah, but she's big. But she's she's like the act. She's an actress who's in like sort of like campy movies. Like she's in Showgirls, right? But Stuff uh, like I that. don't know. She's in Crashing. She's in Crashing, where she hooks up with Pete Holmes. She's in Crashing. Yeah, so she's she's kind of. I don't think she is has the best like representation who's like saying like or the representation that's going to be like don't do a woody allen movie yeah but you know like why everyone else did it though she was like the only one that doesn't really have a history with them i'm like looking at her movies now and i'm not really seeing another woody in the bunch i couldn't why did everybody else do it because they're old friends with woody like wallace sean was in manhattan and all these other like woody movies and so like they probably hung out a lot richard kind was in other woody movies gutenberg Gutenberg. Well, I've well, got talk- Steve Gutenberg in there. He's in there. Oh, from Police Academy. Well, and he can't remember his lines. You could. Don't no, matter how no. much you pay, this guy Honestly, is clearly I don't think having anyone a hard- remember their lines in yeah. this movie. I think. Well, it's hard. It's- it felt like they had one shot to get it. Oh yeah. To get every scene, it was one shot, one yeah. take, and it was oh, it was bad. There's the. I don't know who the guy is, but there's one guy who definitely. It felt like he like won a contest because he was so bad in the movie. Oh, yeah, and he gives up so much exposition about the girl that Wallace Shawn... He goes like, is there like a doctor I can see about this? He goes, absolutely not. Why would I know? Actually, I might have one. And he brings out his wallet. It's the first card in his wallet or <laughs> his phone case. And then later in the movie, Wallace Shawn is looking at his phone or something. And he runs into the doctor again and he goes, oh, excuse me, do you have the... Home phone number for the doctor to have a crush on? And he goes, oh, I don't think I do. Oh, wait, yeah, I do. And then he goes, well, give me a piece of paper. And he wrote it down. That's quick, yeah. quick as humanly possible. <laughs> there's a this lot movie of has a lot of one takes. Where there, Yeah, there's a lot of scenes, too, where they do the one, the panning zoom, but you can clearly see that they forgot to, like, give another actor who's now way off camera like give that line to the actor who's on camera and it kind of doesn't matter who says the line and so there people will just be talking to characters that you've just never there's you've never seen they're not on camera you don't know who they're talking to there's a moment which is i guess like something woody would have does in annie hall and shit but it's so poorly blocked that it just feels like a fucking a film by a student and when i say student i mean a kid in second grade um where he goes i have a bump on my hand and junior Gershon's like no i'm sure it's okay well i need to see a doctor or a dermatologist and then he's trying to see the same doctor he fell in love with and he keeps coming up with illnesses which is kind of a fun idea 
but it's done poorly. And then this dude just walks from off screen and goes, I'm a dermatologist. Let me see. Nope, that's nothing. Yeah, it is like reminiscent of that Annie Hall scene where he yeah. goes like, but I, I can't figure out if he's playing it as a joke or as like a, so it's hard to tell. He's so bad at making movies now that it's hard to tell if something is a joke or if it's on purpose on if it's just like he's bad at making movies um but dude he's so fucking old so martin scorsese's five years younger than him i don't know how martin does it i think that's a that's a more on um how amazing martin scorsese is oh he's just fat you can't be making movies well how we were talking about this last night when did Sidney lumet die when he was 80 i think you were right Sidney lumet's best movie is his I mean, my favorite Sidney Lumet movie is his last movie, Before the Devil Knows You're Dead. Right. But I think Sidney Lumet is a guy that is just, like, talented beyond understanding when it comes to making movies. But and this... also, he didn't. He wasn't as prolific as, I mean, obviously Woody Allen, but like he made not nearly as many movies as Martin Scorsese. Okay, so have you seen a worse Woody Allen movie than the last one last night? No. I still think Rainy in New York might be his worst. But I mean, they're both such stinkers. It's really, it's heads or tails, really, with me, but... The, I think the thing with Rainy Day in New York is that I, I enjoyed watching it more because it was way funnier to see all the young, like... Teen Dream people. Well, no, no. Rainy Day in New York is a way better watch. But I'm trying to feel like on. I'm just trying to. uh, Well, and it's a easy. It's a story that. What do you think has more? What do you think has a better rating? I'm looking it up. I don't know. Oh, Rainy Day in New York probably has a better rating. So Rainy Day because that has a coherent story. Do any the movies have ratings? Yeah, like you have like a Rotten Tomato meter. So the Rotten Tomato for Rainy Day is forty-seven percent. A little higher than I want it to be. Okay? <laughs> it's honestly pretty I high. Am. And coming in at 56 is Rifkin's Festival. Give it some time, though. Okay. That just came out, right? Have, well, I think it actually came out last year. Oh. It really hasn't come out here yet. It came out, it initially came out October 2nd, 2020. The thing with Rifkin's Festival is. 2020. Here's the problem with these movies. They're interesting stories. And they're the cast is so if this if Rifkin's Festival was a movie that Woody made in the eighties, starring him and like some thirty year old actress. Okay. I could see it working with Woody's sensibility. Oh wow. From the eighties. Oh. Wow, what, Clay? I just found out the budget of both movies. What? Of Rainy Day in New York and Rifkin's Festival. What? All right. So guess, just, I like this little guessing game. Guess how many million uh, Rainy Day cost? Ten? Okay. Four? Twenty-five. What the fuck? Okay. Uh, how much of the money just goes to it Woody? Go? It must just go to Woody. No. Oh, wait. Fucking Rifkin's Festival doesn't have a, um, they didn't disclose how much it costs. God damn it. But it did make a million dollars, a million three in the box office, Rifkin's Festival. Well, I mean. For 2020, I think that is honestly 
not terrible. That's incredible. But but box office for a rainy day, twenty two million. Really? <laughs> That's fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. That's Hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have a terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Emdu Mokhtar. You're not going to want to miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, charging it up, and listening through your app. But do you see and it didn't either even come of out these in America. We live in a bubble and it's called America. But it didn't come out here. I know. Do you see either of these movies working in a different time period for Woody Allen? Like when he's younger? Like him younger? When he was good like, at making movies, movies in the 80s. Do you think yeah. that these, these stories could have been good? The stories, no. The stories are at their worst. I've never... It's just such an awful story. But, you know, if a young Woody was, like, given the script and he has to stick to script, is that what you're saying? Yeah, Woody Allen in the 80s, starring Woody Allen, making Rifkin's Festival, is that good? It's watchable. I don't think it's good. It's more watchable. So I, I think, think a good. lot of the reason like, that... Because, he made movies in the 80s that I fucking hate. He made movies all the time. I mean, most of them were stinkers for me. Dude, but there's a lot of Woody Allen movies that are a lot of the reason his old movies are watchable is because he's fun to watch as an actor when he's young. Yeah, and like you get did you get um fucking uh what's that? What's your favorite Woody? Starlight Stardust, Stardust memories. memories. Did you get Stardust memory vibes last night? Because of the references to when the they were like when they popped into eight and a half gang he had so many movie references in this little, yeah it's a love letter little movie. yeah it really is but he does them there's like one time where he's <laughs> referencing breathless where i'm like i would rather just watch this version of breathless this version of breathless like i don't fuck this fucking sucks so bad it's wallace shawn at his worst Oh, for sure. Wallace Shawn. <laughs> and I love my Wallace He's got a migraine or something going on. And his pants are too big and they keep falling down throughout the movie. And they gave him very prominent large back pockets. They did give him a running scene. You just it rem- Yeah, it reminds me just when I'm an old man, I'm not wearing jeans. Yeah. I'm going to be wearing slacks. <laughs> and I'm definitely not going to be tucking my shirt in. Yeah, don't tuck the shirt. Don't tuck in your shirt, Wallace Shawn. Um, it just is like, God, he's so funny. He sucks. Not Wallace Woody. It's just like fucking Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's offensive. How like how bad it. This he's is. sucking people's money up so he can make these pieces of shit, and then. But it's easier now. Like you know, he's like in the eyes of you know, like the world is seeing him as a creep now. So it's easy to hate these movies, and like he's not like yeah, but he's not making before, it easier. But even before I knew any of this stuff about Dylan. I'm pretty late to the game. I think I maybe found out about that in the article that she wrote like four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. That's when I found out about that. Oh, really? I didn't know anything about that. I knew. I think I knew a lot about it. 
I uh, knew it like the same time when the when that uh, Roman Polanski documentary came out because I just looked it all up just to see what was going on. With yeah, those, no, I didn't all know these directors and their little horny little uh, mishaps. Dude, I didn't know shit, and I saw Cafe Society before I knew about it, and I was like, "This is fucking garbage." But it starred Jesse Eisenberg and Kristen Stewart. And they're supposed to be, like, people in the 50s, I think. Right. But, I mean, let's say, like, the, all that came out now, and he's, like, he cannot, he can't make a movie in America anymore, clearly. like Right. But what if he made, like, Blue Jasmine now? I don't think he knows how to make... But what if he did, is what I'm asking. Oh, would I think it was good? Yeah. I would be like, fuck, it's good, damn it. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah I, no. I mean, I think a, that's a, how you look at Woody and it has career and now, it has right? Louis now. <laughs> oh my God! And Andrew Dice Clay God. now. Yeah. Wait, is Andrew Dice Clay canceled? Uh, he's like always sort of canceled. Yeah, but no, he's he's not hit, he's not like a big hitter like Louis. How canceled he is? Right. No. Yeah. I mean, fuck. I don't know. God. I know that. Like, Cafe Society is bad, and I remember blaming it not on him, just on the performances. Right. Um, but now you know. I bet you can get Wallace Shawn. If we get Wallace Shawn, we can have him be a really good actor. Really, anyone. No, I, the performances in this movie are not the actor's fault. It's just that I th- everybody I, had one shot. Yeah. Except yeah. for maybe the one dude, the exposition guy with the... <laughs> information no about i think the everyone call. dude the movie feels like you got one shot at this yeah and it really feels like it was shot in four days yeah and it and it honestly i wouldn't be surprised if i found out it was shot all in a green screen <laughs> even though the, <laughs> yeah it, does it definitely wasn't but it has this weird sharpness yeah the sharpness it's like the saturation is like feels insane yeah there's like one scene where like woody is coming or not Woody, Wallace Shawn is like coming up a yellow hallway and then another guy is coming down the blue hallway. No, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> it's just like... It's just unreal. No matter where you... I mean, I understand like, you know, being, you know, expressionist with lighting, but like here it's just like, you, this is too much. Well, and it's it wasn't too different than Rainy Day in New York. No, it's the same DP, I think. Rainy Day in New York did a really funny thing with uh, the girl. Like, I just remember like every every time she's on screen, the lighting being like on her face so bright. <laughs> like yeah. her face is like oh, reflecting yeah. the light. <laughs> but Rod, it could have been a bad rip. So it was bad. It was really really bad, guys. Could have been a bad rip. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the movie. I don't know. I th- we can't really talk about it on the next episode now because we kind of just went through it all. Maybe we keep that for the artists to let them know that we're sneaky little devils. Yeah, sneaky little devils. Because every time a Woody movie comes out, you gotta admit it's a fun watch with the with the gang. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. go go out there and steal the movie, please. It's on torrent. Just make sure you get the right rip because there's a lot, there's one floating around that's just someone filming a, a screen. But there, there is a real rip out there, gang. So if you can go real find rip. it, yeah, th- it's the kind of movie you gotta watch it illegally. Dude. You gotta watch it illegally, and you gotta watch it with your artist-loving uh, friends. Yeah. Um, that did y'all watch that um, 
Snyder Cut editing thing. Oh, the timeline? Yeah. No, I didn't watch that. I, I went to the YouTube and I like I went to the Palm Springs one and I'll watch that one. Oh. That uh, doesn't it doesn't look like anything to me, so I didn't watch it. Yeah, I understand. It's crazy. Uh, it's just like a ti- it's a it's the timeline of, of of the actual movie. Wait, what do you, I don't know what he means. I've always wondered what it looks like so with like, all those like the editing. When you're, yeah, when you're editing the movie, the, the, the you edit on a timeline, and so you'll see all the marks and all the edits and all the tracks that layer on each other. And there's like hundreds. Hundreds of tracks. It's crazy those. with the Snyder Cut. Uh, what was the Palm Springs one like? It's the same. I mean, I'm or I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's the same. He just talks about how he likes to do certain editing things. Very, I mean, it's very. You have to be like an editor to even enjoy it just a little bit. Yeah, it looks. It looks like nothing to me. Yeah. Well, what can you do? Looks like a bunch of boops and bops. Yeah, it's all boops and bops to me. Yeah, yeah. Is there? So I've been playing this Batman game. We've talked about it on here, but is there not game overs in games anymore? No, I think they phased them out. There's a really good YouTube video on it. Uh, oh. so, sometimes there's game overs. I mean, there's like you don't have like lives like that anymore. Yeah, why not? It just is not a fun mechanic to start a game. And especially because the games are so long nowadays. Yeah, like if you're playing a game for forty hours to start over from the beginning, it's, oh it's kind God. of insane. So Was that just, a Mar- Super Mario two or something or three or any of them? If you like, if you actually get a game over, you have to start over again. Yeah, I think that's kind of how it used to be. That's a dumb idea. I, I think in one why. for sure. That's how it happened in Ninja Turtles, all of them. Yeah, but those oh, yeah. games you can beat in like less than an hour. Oh my god. Right? Can't you? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I used to play it with my ex-stepbrother all the freaking time. and I don't. It, in my memory, it took all night, but... Man, video games, boy, do they even, make you stay up late. Even just like a night, though, yeah, is not addicted. that long. What's addicted? Full-on addicted. I've been, I've been going, oh, i got to put this controller down. <laughs> I'm having too much fun. <laughs> <laughs> and it is. I've, I have not had this much fun. I mean, we got, I got Tony Hawk, right? But, right. Well, but that's like you're just idling. It's just like. I'm just goofing off. You're just goofing off. There's not like, yeah, yeah I get you. And then I got the Spider-Man Miles Morales game, and that Same was thing, too basically. easy. It's, it's too just kind of too quick, too easy. Uh-huh. Um, the sto- I didn't really like the story either. Um, apparently, it's different with apparently. the um, other Spider-Man game. Yeah. But then this Batman, holy fucking my ass, dude. It's crazy. I'm, I'm like all caught up. Sometimes I get scared. Never done that <laughs> much. Ooh, the man bat. Oh, Man Bat jumped out that? around a corner and tried to bite my ass. Uh, Batman, that's the name. No, Man Bat. Batman. It's a different guy. Different guy. It's a mutant. He tried what? to bite my ass. Ooh, I go, I go. <gasps> he brought out his chompers, and you go, "What do you do with those?" Yeah. You gonna know, chomp me? And I had to, I had to catch him. Yeah. Is it hard? Is the game hard? I, uh, I die a lot. Oh yeah. And I'm playing on normal. Yeah. Um, it's hard because a lot of times you just have to die in order to learn what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so, but it, it's cool and I like the story a lot. And now I'm like, I like, and it, it's written, you know, these Arkham games are written by the guy who wrote um, the animated, Batman animated series. Hey. Oh, really? Yeah, isn't that cool? I think his name's Paul that. Dini. Or Paul Dini. Or they're co-written by him. 
That's pretty cool, though. I yeah, know. I didn't know they also got the they got the animated series voice. Yeah. Yeah, they got Kevin Conroy. I don't know what I'd do if my name was Paul Dini. Paul Dini. You'd be successful. No, I wouldn't, right? I'd be fucking laughing stock so? of my school, and I don't know how he made it out. Paul Dini? Paul Dini. I think it's kind of a fun name. You're like, your name's Clayton Tatum. Yes, true. And boy, it, I really got it for that. Ooh, everybody made fun Everyone. of Clay. Everyone, oh yeah. Hey, bog him on the head anytime they walk by him. Ow! I was also, I was also one, a foot tall, and I did weigh about uh, one fifty-eight. Clay was a foot tall until seventh grade. Yeah, yeah. Clocking in at a one fifty-eight. Hit it. You hit a down. big growth spurt. Oh yeah. Same with my. Well, then I got two feet tall, but then this one I broke two hundred. It hurts a lot to grow in a foot in a year, though. Yeah, sure. Even if you're only you start only at one foot tall. Yeah. Well, the taller I got, the easier I could get food. That is true. And so you got bigger. I did get bigger. I did get rounder. I, I look like a. I did. And if you saw a photo of me in elementary school, I looked like a Tylenol pill. Yeah. Yeah. And you had a catchphrase with, which was. Um, who the, who the heck you think is You know, talking? you're confused a little bit. What? My catchphrase, catch which we all know now, was... <laughs> <laughs> breathing loud. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yes. what was it like when you met CJ, when you met someone who breathes louder than you? I was so relieved. Yeah. It was a really liberating <laughs> moment. And I also, I lost about... Four million pounds? That can't be right. But somewhere in that ballpark. And now I'm two feet tall, 100 pounds. That's the dream weight. That's pretty good. I could be wrong about that, but... Oh, you don't know? It sounds right to me. Yeah. Feels right. Two, two feet tall. 100 pounds. 100 pounds. Slim 100 pounds. A slim 100, two feet. For two feet tall, yes. Yeah, yeah you're looking good. You're looking fit. Yeah. Thank you so much. Do you guys have a memory of breaking five feet? Uh, I have. I do not have a memory of growing or noticing that I'm taller than I used to be. Clay just grew at a very gradual. Oh yeah. I grew so much in one year. Did that hurt your bones? Heart hurt really bad. My shins hurt all the time. Yeah. What about you, Red? I think I just grew gradually. I didn't really know. Oh, my belly hurt so bad from the food. Well, it's because I was forcing food down my uh, gullet. Throat. Gullet. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, it hurt. Oh, yeah. Another <laughs> burger? Are you kidding me? I'll try. Stuff it on down. Let's force it down a little pothole. I was really, I was just like um, um, Jiminy Glick eating those. Eating the donuts? donuts? Eating the donuts. For anybody who hasn't seen Jiminy Glick in a while, go check his ass out. He's yeah. funny as a dog. Oh, yeah. He is so funny. So funny. Funny as a dog. I did the thing the other night where I asked all the... I was on, I did a show on Thursday night, uh-huh. and I asked all the comedians... Or, sorry, Sunday night, uh, if they would give up what they do in comedy if they if they came up with the character of Jiminy Glick. Mm-hmm. And they all were like, what do you think? No. Are you kidding me? And I was like... <laughs> I felt really stupid. My wry observations? Because I would easily give up everything I got going... Just to be Jiminy, just yeah. to have locked and loaded Whitmer Thomas doing Jiminy Click. He came up with this character. He's got the fat suit. He's got the donut tray. You get the TV show? Uh, I, dude, I don't care. I'll just interview celebrities. 
every now and again, dude, and go do live shows where I'm like, tell me what you're thinking. <laughs> so you you have a beef with the Nazis. What's that all about? <laughs> Saying that to Mel Brooks. So funny. Very funny. So what's your beef with the Nazis? So when you hopped on stage and when you got off, did you murmur to everyone? I think I'm back. <laughs> no. Oh. You didn't feel like you were back? No, dude. I did two shows. First one, bad. Mm-hmm. But it was not my crowd. Right. It felt like felt like a crowd where they were definitely laughing, but it felt like they were like laughing at me because they thought I was awkward. Mm-hmm. Awkward sauce, yeah, yeah. And then the second show, they, you know, they enjoyed it. But it, it doesn't feel good because you're... You're like in a weird environment, right? And um, I had These were I had a lot of shows? fun, but I definitely was thinking like I need to fucking work on stand up a mm-hmm. lot to get back to where I was with it. But in order to do that, I had to do it a lot, and I don't want to perform in these conditions like a lot. Yeah, that because makes it's sense. It's kind to of me. depressing. Yeah, the outdoors. I I couldn't imagine what an outdoor show is like. Seems bad. It's okay. It's not necessarily that it's outside. It's like everybody's wearing a mask, and you just feel like you, every time you go up, they feel like take, Patch Adams. Yeah, yeah, with a clown nose on, and you're these people look sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's how I feel whenever I talk. actually that sounds really fun. Yeah, that's how I feel whenever I tell stories to skate skateboarders. <laughs> I like Patch Adams because all of these people are sick. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but uh, anyway, I don't know. But it was fun. Everybody, you know, it was fun to be around other comedians and see them, see people do stand up. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can only imagine what's that like. Well, I can't wait to get back to doing stand up or seeing stand up, really. Well, get me back on stage. Are you kidding me? Yeah, of course. I feel like we were talking about... What's the deal with, like, tables? One leg, four legs? You, sometimes only pick? three. Sometimes, sometimes only three. So Something I'm working on. Not something, it's not something that I'm, like, committed to, like, doing it as That's a bit, pretty but. funny. Though. I have okay, a new bit. Yeah. No, I have I'll a new bit. Can yeah. I do it? Yeah, for sure. I sat on a bidet. Mm-hmm. You ever done that? No, I've never done that. No. And it squirts water into your asshole. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And it made me do the noise of when you scratch a cat on right above its tail and you go and the cat goes <laughs> <laughs> That's my new bit. Yeah. What do you think of it? I love it. Why? It's good. Why doesn't Lenny ever do that? <laughs> That's not what Lenny does, dude. Lenny does this meow. Hmm. That's pretty funny. Cats do that sometimes, so they meow. What is with that? I don't know. Why can cats not talk, but they can say meow? It's looking it up real quick. Okay, what's that all about? I don't know, dude. Let's 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 I actually. Like we're all workshopping new stuff, and I really like that. Why can't cats talk? It's a good question, though. Why cats can't have they? different structures in their vocal tract. It prevents them from mimic- mimicking human words or voices. Well, that well, you're taking all the stuff out of the joke now. That's actually fucked up. Yeah. You missed the green room? Was the green room popping? Yeah. Yeah. It was popping like a. Ooh. No. Yeah. 
Yeah. Meeting all the comedians in there. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Talking Ma- about maskless? talking shop. Yeah. Maskless. Oh, my God. It's crazy how pretty much every person is vaccinated. Yeah. It's rare when you meet somebody who isn't. And then whenever I meet somebody who's not, I'm like. Like me. You're fucking canceled. I'm not. You did try to cancel me. Just yeah. But when you meet somebody who's like, yo, how are, how are you not vaccinated? Are you cancelable? Right. Do you well, you know what we- I call the vaccine. I call it the mark of the beast. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm anti-mask. Yeah, me too. Because I don't like I don't like that we have to wear them. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I don't really mind it. I think it's okay. Rod, you're Rod, just being devil's you're advocate. Just being devil's so advocate. you would prefer to wear a mask, is what you're saying? I mean, I just don't really mind wearing. You're being a centrist. No, I'm not. You being a centrist. You see both sides. Yes. I'm not trying to be a centrist. I'm just saying it's like not that big of a deal to me. Right. Like if I'm right. Yeah. 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 Grocery yeah. store. Well, it's weird that he's not wearing one now. No, yeah. That? Yeah, that's true. If that's the case, why aren't you wearing one right now? I guess I could be. Do you, mm. I, it doesn't. It just doesn't matter to me because you guys are both you guys both have vaccine. What about right. when you yeah, go skate? Too. I've never. When you what, go skate, exercise? you wear a mask. Uh, when I go, I mostly go on walks. So yeah, I wear, I wear a mask. Oh my walking God. is not exercise. Sorry. Yes, it is. No. no, counts as exercise. The only exercise is skateboarding, snowboarding, and surfing. Right, Clay? I walk over to put a fucking burger in my mouth. You think that's exercising? See, I, d- I guess it depends. Another debate one by me. It just depends on how far you go. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll walk like, a, I'll walk like six, Farther seven I miles. walk, the bigger the burger it, it, it is. So, Yeah. That's every, for every step Clay takes, that's another inch on the burger. Yep. <laughs> That way he evens things out. If he does some exercise, he gets a little healthy, then he has a bigger burger, more exercise, which balances out his health limits. Yes. Because if Clay gets super healthy, he's not funny anymore. Exactly. Do you agree? No, I don't agree. Do you think if Clay had a perfect physique, 14 abs, 22 arm muscles, do you think he would be as funny? Yeah, I think he'd be as funny. Yeah, I'm wrong. I will say this. This is what I'll say. I think you could have as many muscles in the world. Uh-huh. It's just about the clothes you're wearing and the haircut you got. Yeah. That's what makes you funny? Well, that people say, oh, you can't be funny and have abs or whatever it is. It's like, well, no, it's about the haircut and like how good you... It's like there's a way to carry yourself that can still be funny no matter what. Yeah. It's just like a lot of times what happens when people get super jacked up and hot is they get like the dumb fucking tall haircut and then they <laughs> like start dressing they start acting hot yeah and then it's they a mistake become boo-boo the fool yeah you're not going to be as funny if you are if you're clearly hot yeah and you like know it yeah well at least that you know that's sometimes what i think right works what do you think clay works for clay um abs are not funny and they'll never be funny my thoughts on it Remember Dave Chappelle? Remember he got fit? Yeah, but did you see this clothes he started wearing? Oh, the Remember long, the, the tall tee? Yeah. Tall tee? Very small tall tee. Oh, yeah. And the very tight pants with the, with the with the shoes. No. Big old poofy shoes. If he was just wearing his normal clothes. Yeah. He'd probably still be funnier. Yeah, he'd be funnier Well, his material sure. is like, his like um, stage persona changed too. That doesn't help. Yeah, I don't. Really and now he's like smokes a cigarette and like is like a soothsayer. Yeah, he talks about how Netflix needs to pay him or something. Yeah, it's so funny. 
Yeah. I did remember laughing hearing that. Mm-hmm. I screamed laughing. Mm-hmm. My neighbors came to my door. Said, you can you turn it? Turn, turn your, your cackling down. Remember when he dropped the mic at the end of his monologue? Yeah. Nah. No. I don't like that. I don't like that. You don't like the epic sauce? You don't like to drop the mic? Not at all. What if there's too much butter on the mic? If you got a buttery mic, that's different. <laughs> Wait, what if he was? What if he? What if he was at? Hear me out. And I know this is going to sound crazy. And I know you're not going to believe any of this, but really have an open mind, okay? Please have an open mind. What if beforehand he ate at Lambert's in Foley, Alabama? Mm -hmm. And they they gave him a buttery roll. Buttery roll. And guess what he did? What? Put some more butter on it. Oh. And then they were like, boys, those are sheen, butter sheen. Right. And I don't know where he filmed this. But maybe right after he finished those roles, he went on stage. And I don't, again, I don't know where he filmed it. And then the whole time, he was worried about dropping the mic because it's just getting buttery and buttery. And his hands getting wetter and wetter because he's nervous about these. Mm-hmm. He's, sweat, he's sweating from the And butter. he accidentally. And, and it's been a while since he had a roll. And he makes a really good point. Yeah. And accidentally Wee. dropped the mic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, see, I love that. But the thing is with that, what do you is, mean? But I don't understand how you. Well, because he was on SNL, which is in New York City. So how okay, did he get sure. to New York City after the buttery? Oh yeah, roll? I forgot it was impossible to get from Foley, Alabama to New York. Well, wouldn't you think some of the butter had worn off by then on, on his hands? Well, he. I don't. I, under, I wait. I don't. He's understand rich he and he can get stuff just delivered to him anywhere. You, you're saying he could get a delicious Wait, buttered throat there's roll. Like, there's a part of this that you clearly don't understand. Hold up. No, no, Let no, no, me no. just take you step by step. What you're saying yeah. is that he could either have a delicious buttery throat roll right. from Lambert's with extra butter on it. Right. Then go, drive all the way to the airport. Yeah. Very likely. Wait, has the face of like he thinks he's making you yeah. feel stupid. He thinks but that he very thinks likely he's, he scrubbing he's some of that he's butter just, off. He's just telling me. Hold up. Yeah, yeah. Then hopping on an airplane, airplane yeah. flying the, what, four-hour flight to New York City? Uh-huh. Then grabbing his SNL microphone, doing his SNL monologue, making a good point, and still there's enough butter on his hand to drop the mic? I do not think so, my friend. And then Rod over here says he thinks he's powerful. and He thinks Chappelle is powerful enough to get a delicious buttery throat roll delivered from Alabama all yeah. the way to New York City? From literally anywhere in the world, because he's so rich and powerful. Here's my theory. Wait, wait, can I just tell you one thing? What? You're so stupid. You forgot one thing. What? Do you not remember that you can take the butter home with you? Because the butter doesn't have to stay in one location. So maybe he had some rolls to go. And on the in the mobile, he checked in his big bag of rolls, his big bag of butter, and he was excited about a show. And on the way, from every step from the airplane to the limo to the thing, he was eating those big buttery rolls from the Lambert's <laughs> Cafe. Well, I didn't think about that. So, What was that song? Uh, who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> How long have we been doing this? Okay. Uh, uh, 42 minutes. Oh, okay. we can end now. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Bye, gang. And y'all want to say anything before we go? No, uh, thanks to all the artists for listening. Okay. okay. Thanks, guys. And gang, I'm going to think about it. I'm not sure, but I might live stream the Oscars with Rod. I haven't even told Rod about it, okay? Well, I know I'm not invited, I guess. Wow. Well, because you're not going to be here. It's Sunday, dude. Classic. Classic. Cool. All right. You guys have fun. That actually sounds really fun. Okay. Bye, gang. Bye. 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 Bye.